What's up, Moon Memes? Happy Wednesday and welcome to episode 208, Wellness Check. Here in this episode, we will be talking about mental health. You know, we'll be just doing a check-in and, you know, we're going to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, making sure that you are looking after yourself and understanding the magnitude of mental health and how it affects you, you know, how it includes you, how it concerns you. So if that's something that you're interested in, stay tuned because we're going to jump into that in just a bit. If you are new to the podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you kindly for being here. I really do hope you enjoy the show and I am most grateful for your attendance. If you are uh, coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? What's up, family? What's going on? I'm glad that you are here. We are halfway through the week. I know that you're ready for the weekend, and I know you are in great spirits. I am too, and I'm just glad that you're coming back for another episode. So thanks again. In the first segment, we're going to talk about how we think, feel, and act. In the second segment, we're going to talk about determ- uh, determining how we handle stress and relate to others. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about making healthy choices. As always, my intention for these episodes is to be a pillar of learning. We're all learning together, you know. Even though I see myself as a teacher, a lot of the, you know what I'm saying, pretty much every topic, everything that I talk about are things that I'm still working on, things that I still need to learn, you know. So we're all in this together, and it's just my intention to educate, to inspire, to let you know that uh, no matter who you are, where you are, you are perfect the way you are. You are valuable, you are needed, you are loved, and you have something special to contribute. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to have this money, live, live in this place. You are perfect as you are. So without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. Jada Pinkett Smith said, you always have to remember to take care of you first and foremost, because when you stop taking care of yourself, you get out of balance and you really forget how to take care of others. Such a beautiful quote, an even bigger lesson. You know, it's taken me a long time to get around to learning that it is okay to put yourself first and it is important, it is essential, it is mandatory that you take care of yourself first because, you know, the way Jada puts it, 
when you don't take care of yourself, you become, you get out of alignment. You know, she had a video on her uh, Red Table Talk, and I loved it. You know what I'm saying? Great snippet that I saw. I also saw the whole episode, but yeah, if you're not tuned into that, you need to get into that. Anyway, she was talking about how when you're not in alignment, you know, when you don't take care of yourself, you fall out of alignment. And as a result, you get out of alignment with taking care of other people. You know, a lot of us, we've been trained, groomed, programmed to put other people first. And it is a charitable quality. It is sweet and it's delightful and it's very uh, um, selfless, which is great. But, you know, it's important not to do those kind of things at the cost, at the expense of ourselves. Every now and again, there probably are, you know, situations uh, or exceptions or whatever that you feel may require that, but ultimately you need to make it a priority to take care of yourself first. So in this first segment, we are doing a wellness check and talking about mental health. Mental health is important because it affects how you think, it affects how you feel, and it affects how you act. So when your mental health, you know, your mental, your uh, your health, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, when that is failing, when that is poor, you know, that's going to affect your emotions, it's going to affect your thoughts, it's going to affect your actions. So it's pretty much affecting everything that you do because you need your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions to create. You use those things to create all day, every day, whether you know it or not. So when your mental health is failing, when your mental health is poor, you are drawing with a dull pencil. You are coloring with a stale marker that don't really have a lot of color or moisture left to, you know, draw inside the line and create a pretty picture, just to put it that way. So it's important to pay attention to your mental health for those reasons. You know, for a long time, my mental health was shot. It was terrible because one, I was putting myself last and I always, I always had this intention. I remember hearing Oprah, you know what I'm saying, saying it made me think about, you know, it clicked right with me. My intention, and I didn't know it for a long time, my intention was to make people think I was a good person. So in order to make them feel like I'm a good person, you know, I adopted certain habits to go along with that identity. You know, I was the kind of person that would, you know, ask if you need anything or make sure you have everything you need. You know, I would give you my last, give you the shirt off my back. You know, I would overexplain things just to make sure you know you don't have to you know really use your mind or your you know your faculties too much to understand where I'm coming from you know I used to apologize just you know what I'm saying sporadically a lot you know just all types of things because I want you to feel like um I want you to think I was a good person my thing is I'm a good person but being a good person didn't mean I had to be a doormat being a good person didn't mean I had to forget but I have to forget myself and, you know, I had to learn a lot of hard, very hard and valuable lessons to turn around a lot of those habits. You know, at 33 now, I do things a whole lot differently. You know, I had to work through a lot of my anger with that because I've learned that because your mental health affects the way you think, you feel, and you act, you know, when you give people things and they don't give you those things back, you resent them for loving them in a way you don't love yourself. And that's the way, that's the reason these days, I don't want anyone to love me or treat me a way that you don't treat yourself. Because most times, and from what I've learned from myself and other people, it always comes back to you. 
and you know you look up and realize you've been giving somebody else something you don't give yourself and that can make you hate yourself that can make you angry with yourself and then it also makes you angry with other people so the first reason to take your mental health seriously is because it's connected to how you think how you feel and how you act Ian LeVanzant said, when you start sacrificing yourself for other people, you make them a thief because they are stealing from you what you need and they don't even know it. Another powerful quote, I think I actually heard this from in person watching Yana Fix My Life. And when she said it, it just snapped open a door on me because, you know, again, you know, piggybacking off the last uh, section and previous episodes, I was a hyper people pleaser for so long for so many years in my life because I wanted people to think I was a good person you know starting out as a kid you know when I was a kid I think people a lot of people judged me because you know I was queer I'm queer and I was different I was weird and you know they associated me being a bad person because of my strangeness because of my weirdness because of me being different and I always wanted to try to override that by being a lot more obedient if the other children are being disobedient or talking back you know, I'm being more obedient, I'm being more this, I'm being more docile and all the different things. And, you know, it's okay to realize that it doesn't amount to much. And you realize that people are taking you for granted and treating you like a doormat because you're not taking care of yourself. You're not honoring yourself. You know, another way that mental health affects us is because it determines how we handle stress and our ability to relate to others. You know, so pretty much if your mental health is poor, the way you handle stress is probably poor. You know, you're probably somebody that can work a job and become stressed. The next thing you know, you're smoking cigarettes or maybe you're drinking more. You know, right now it's just a little uh, glass of scotch you have to work. But next thing you know, that one glass turned into three and three turned into five. And, you know, it pretty much takes off from there. You know, I know about a lot about that because for the longest I coped and handled stress with smoking marijuana. And the thing is, it can put it off for a little bit. It can freeze you. It can pause, seemingly pause the situation because you're getting high, but the situation doesn't go anywhere. And you get more and more out of alignment with taking care of your business and, you know, problem solving and handling issues as they come up in your life because you figure out all you got to do is go smoke and you can forget all about it. And maybe you'll stop caring and, you know, maybe solve for a little bit, but the quality of life starts to lack and the thing that you want start to elude you and get further and further away. One, you know, a very important battle that I find myself fighting and have, I've been fighting for a long time is resenting jobs, you know, resenting employers for a long time for something that I wasn't doing for myself. I've resented jobs for a long time because I feel like, you know, most people, they work jobs that take all of their energy and all of their time. And because jobs can often take a lot of your energy and all of or your time, you know, you don't always have time to do the things that you actually care about, to do the things you're passionate about. And for years, I made so many sacrifices and gave so much of myself to lie and recognize myself in the mirror. 
You know, I worked so much overtime. I did so much backbending, so much overextending, you know, with the promise of raises and promotions and all the different things. And, you know, I resented that process. I resented that system because I felt like I was cheated out of taking care of me because I could, if I felt like I didn't know how to take care of me and, you know, operate in the, and be successful in that system at the same time. I still have my moments where I struggle with that, but I know it's a matter of perspective. You know, mental health is important because it also affects your ability to relate to others. You know, you see people who have poor mental health, you know, they don't know how to go step outside of themselves when it comes to situations when bad things, sometimes even good things. It's important to be able to take care of yourself and put yourself first. But that doesn't mean be a narcissist and it doesn't mean be egoic. But it does mean that as it pertains to your physical and emotional needs and, you know, maybe a little bit more than that, that you are doing your due diligence in taking care of those and making sure that you have what you need to feel successful, to feel in control of your life for the most part, and to feel like you're making progress somewhere. It's important to be able to relate to others. It's important to be able to consider other people's experiences outside of your own. Growing up, you know, I grew up in an environment where mental health wasn't a priority. You know, I grew up with parents that didn't know how to appreciate your own experience, to appreciate your experience. The fact that the way you see the situation and the way I see it may vary as opposed to just trampling over my experience and making your experience law. It took me getting older and hearing other people speak of valuing your own experience and everyone's experience being different, you know, that broadened my horizon. It's so important to take care of your mental health because you never want to get so lost in your own burdens and lost in your own pain that you're, you alienate everybody, that you're not able to relate. You know what I'm saying? That you find sloppy and unhealthy ways to cope with stress and to cope with life. It's important to stay balanced as much as you can and to always consider making sure you have what you need. Iyanla Van Zandt said, how you treat yourself is how you treat God because you are the representative of God in your life. So when you put yourself last, you are putting God last. Another hard-hitting quote, when you put yourself last, you are putting God last. I think that's something we all can take with us on the road. I think that's something we all could practice maybe chanting like a mantra every day. When you put yourself last, you put God last. And a lot of people try to challenge you like, are you equating yourself to God? Depending on who you ask. It's not a, uh, it's not a competition or a balance. You know what I'm saying? I'm here because God made me. I'm God's child. You know, I am a child of the universe. I am a citizen of the universe. So we are all representations of God. You know what I'm saying? To be of God, you know what I'm saying, means we're connected to God, which means we share God's DNA. We are representatives of God. So to be out here putting yourself last, making sure everybody has what they need, and you know your situation ain't together, you know what I mean? That's unfair to you, and that's unloving to you. That's unloving to God to betray, you know, to betray his love, to betray him, her, them, however you perceive, you know, that entity in that way. Another part of uh, mental health that's important is making sure that you are making healthy choices in life. 
that you are making healthy choices in friends, that you are making healthy choices in diet. You know, these are all things that I am working on, turning around dramatically, you know what I mean? But making healthy choices in friends and food and your nutrition and your diet, you know, and your habits, you know, making choices in relationships, romantic relationships, making choices, healthy choices in career moves and all types of different things. So many of us, you know, if you're anything like me, you grow up in, you know, such challenging situations that, you know, you become accustomed to surviving. And even when you become an adult and you have your own life and you're able to do things your own way, you find that at times you're still just trying to survive. You're not quite trying to thrive or flourish or challenge yourself and go the distance. You're just trying to survive. You're just trying to do enough to get by. You just want to do enough to stay afloat. You just want to have enough to where the boat isn't rocky, where you have a safe place to land. You have a safe place to be. And I want you to know that you can have a healthy sense of mental health and still become all the things you want to be, be the person you want to be, do all the things that you want to do. You know, when I finished, you know, all the arguing and all the fighting with family and just, you know, all the self-loathing and all the different things like that, I found out I was worn the hell out. I was tired and I got to a place where I realized all I thought for a while I wanted understanding. You know what I'm saying? I thought for a while I wanted people to apologize. You know what I'm saying? Those things would be cool, but I think I'm beyond those points. But what I really wanted, what I still really want and desire and plan to maintain is my peace. My peace has been one of the sweetest chapters. It's been one of the sweetest things that I've known. My peace makes it hard for me to go out and chill with other people at times because there's a certainty in my peace that I lean on and that I love. Whereas with people, you know, like I'm usually a very extroverted, you know what I'm saying, confident, outgoing person. That hasn't changed. It's just I've been on the recharge from people. I'm an empath and I've just been in a recharge period of just trying to get back to me and making healthy choices. You know, I had to quit weed and behind me, quit, behind me quitting, you know, marijuana, I gained quite a bit of weight, which is normal. But I'm getting around to just figuring me out, figuring out how to be selfish with me, not being available for everything. You know, I have relationships with people that I'm trying to reconnect with and rebuild, but at the same time, it's something in my heart that's saying, not yet. Not yet. You still need to be stingy with you. You still need to be selfish with you. You still need to work on you. We all don't always have people that can just show up and call and make sure we're, we're okay. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but we all don't have family or friends or people that just reach out from time to time and just, you know, you good? How you doing? You know, you're drinking your water. <laughs> you eating good, you know, you... you you're meditating, you're praying from time to time. What's going on with you? You all right? You know, I was usually more or less that for everybody else. And I had to realize that I needed to be that for myself. You know, I was too mad worrying about, you know, the fact that nobody was doing that for me, that I, that I forgot I can do that for my damn self. So mental health is about being in a place where you can make healthy choices, healthy choices that can make you feel good about you, make you feel proud of you, make you feel glad to be you and not want to be anybody else.
What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment. Here in the air segment, y'all know we get down to the nitty gritty. We keep it honest. We keep it a buck. We just get down to the bottom of things. And more than anything, we tell the truth. You know, in my podcast, it is one of my principles here and in my life to tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? Tell the truth. I'm talking about me. Tell the truth in any situation, but especially as it pertains to me because I've spent too much time dwelling and wallowing in shame and guilt. So, you know, if you know me in person, you know, whatever like that. I can keep it a little too real. You know what I'm saying? Keep it. I'm not going to say keep it real because I'm getting tired of you with that phrase because it, you know, uh, rational, it, it kind of justifies a lot of rudeness and toxicity. But, you know, I just like to share my truth and I like to be as honest as, honest as I can. So without further ado, let's jump in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace the idea, embrace the fact that your mental health is connected to how you think, how you feel, how you act. You know, your mental health is connected to your nervous system. All of these things move in pieces. They work together. So when your mental health is failing, when you are unhappy, when you are deeply, deeply stressed for extended, extended periods of time, as a result, your thinking, your thoughts, your faculties will be affected. And as a result, your emotions will be affected. And as a result, your actions will be affected. You know, we become depressed because our mental health has gotten to a point where we're not able to fill it. Sometimes we're not able to fill up our cup on our own. You know what I'm saying? Our cup is probably, you know, too dry, way too dry. You know, every now and again, we may have a uh, drop or two, but the drop or whatever that drops in, it gets sucked up so much because we're so out of alignment with, you know what I'm saying, putting ourselves first, with taking care of ourselves for whatever reasons. It's not necessarily that simple, but at the same time, for me, because I've been depressed a lot, and I know my depression personally varies with everyone. My depression has come from not taking care of myself, not filling my cup, being around to fill everybody else's cup, being around to juice everybody else up, to be everybody else's hype man, to, you know, consider everybody else's feelings, to apologize, to make sure everybody has what they need, to pay the kind of attention to other people that I want paid to myself, and just doing all these things that no one's asked me to do, things that I volunteer to do. But when I do all these things, I have this inherent expectation that because I'm doing them or leading with the, you know, with these kind of actions that they may be returned. But if someone doesn't love themselves that way, chances are they're not going to be able to show those things to you or give those things back to you. So it's really just a matter of the decisions that you're making. But more than anything, understanding that your mental health affects the way you think, how you feel, and how you act. Moving on. The next letters are recognize. Recognize that your mental health determines how you handle stress and it determines how you relate to others. I've had so many people in my life that handle stress, you know, terribly. You know, I think since I was a little kid, you have all those people that, yeah, I just hold things in until everything bottles up. And it's just like, 
That is not the move. I understand a lot of us learn and we're programmed to do that because we grew up in environments where it's not safe to share, it's not safe to express, it's not safe to be sad, it's not safe to be angry, it's not safe to disagree. But the moment you become an adult, it is your foremost you know, job to put yourself in a situation to make sure you can express your range of emotion, to make sure that you can express yourself fully. You know, it's kind of a, a term, it's kind of a standard I hold myself to, you know, in my life. And these days, I don't like to hang around people who are emotionally suppressed or repressed because it's different than, you know, it's did. that's a lot different from my ministry. And I don't want to always be around that because people that emotionally repressed and suppressed, they're likely to lash out. You know what I mean? And I've been there myself. It's not like I'm not connected to that. It's just in me trying to do better and making healthier choices. I have to align myself with the kind of people that I want to model myself after emotionally, mentally, spiritually, that kind of thing. But yes, understand that your mental health affects how you handle stress. So when your mental health is bad, you're more likely to choose a negative way to process stress. You know, I'm one of those people that where I cater to emotional eating when I'm stressed, when I'm not feeling my best or whatever like that, or even just for, you know, whatever reason at all, you know, I eat, I may, you know, have a bag of chips or whatever like that. And I do it that way. It's also important to be able to relate to others. Your mental health affects how you relate to others. It's important to be able to understand others and not just understand yourself. So many of us, we communicate and express so we can just be understood. We don't take you know, the time to understand the person on the other side of the table, on the other end of the conversation. It's important to be empathetic, but it's also important to be compassionate, to be able to be compassionate. It's important, you know, a lot of us, we get inundated with stress and stressful situations, and we don't know how to communicate in a way that, you know, still considers other people. We're so buried in our stuff that it's just about us and us alone. We don't know how to relate or think of other people, and that's a problem, and that's unhealthy. The next letter, or last letter, is A. Accept. Accept that your mental health is aligned with the standard of choices that you make for your life. The greater your mental health, you know, the more you'll tend to make healthy choices. But, you know, the weaker your mental health, the more your choices overall may lack. Your lack of, you know, your lack of judgment, you know, the kind of people that you're around, the kind of people that you're around, how you spend your time, those things will more than likely lack or they will be negative or nasty. It won't be things that fuel you. They won't be things that fill you up. It won't be places that lead that make you feel loved in a positive, enthusiastic, and healthy sense. You know, when your mental health lacks, you become dependent or codependent on things, on people. You know, growing up, I saw my parents put a lot of effort and spend a lot of money on material stuff, couches, cars, all types of different things like that. And, you know, I used to always wonder why that is. I think to a degree, the mental health wasn't always there. But, and, you know, it, it, they probably had this understanding that if we have nice stuff, that'll probably make us feel like we're doing better than we really are. And my parents did very well. But, you know, what I'm saying it was just it seemed like it was never really that acceptance of with or without this stuff. 
we'll be okay with or without this stuff. We the bomb, you know what I mean? We are perfect the way we are. You know, with or without these things, I will be fulfilled or, you know what I'm saying, I'm fulfilled in my heart and I'm everything God made me. Just feel like, you know, loving yourself or them loving themselves, you know, just had to be contingent on possessing things, having things, you know, they need extension, they needed material extensions to do the deed, to get the job done, so to speak. So there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. In the next episode, we're going to talk about protection or projection. So you don't want to miss that. If you haven't had a chance yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and a rating and let me know what you think about this episode. Again, I want to say that this episode is very important to me because a lot of us between COVID, a lot of, you know, between a lot of how families are breaking apart, like there's so much going on. Like I know so many people that are going no, you know, no contact with their family. So many people that are not in relationship with their parents, with their mothers, with their fathers and, you know, with their siblings or whatever, maybe, you know, it is that's going on. So oftentimes you spend a lot of time on your own. You know, I've been in a space where I find myself spending a lot of time on my own. And most of the time I enjoy it every now and again. You know, you is human and you have that that tendency to, you know, just someone wish that somebody would just hit you up and be like, What's up? You good? You cool? You alright? You living? You you know, you good, you got what you need, and and not to be attached to any you know, any intention or attached to you doing anything for them, but just purely just out of the goodness of their heart. <laughs> anyway. I want to thank y'all for supporting the middle uh, Metazine cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. All that is possible is possible for me. All that is possible is possible for me. I am strong. I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. I am strong. I am enough. I am wise and baby. I am tough. Take care of yourself. Make sure you have what you need. You know, like I said before, your mental health is connected to how you think. It's connected to how you feel. It's connected to how you act. It's connected to how you handle stress, how you relate to other people, and the overall choices that you make as it pertains to your life and how and your ability to take care of yourself. It's connected to how you feel about yourself as a person, what you think of you. So think about that. It's one of the most important things you can take care of. It's one of the most important priorities you can have. Later.